Beards and Belvedere's. How are we doing today, gentlemen? Not too bad. How about yourself? Not bad. Doing pretty good over here. Good. Before we get to the whiskey of the week, what's everybody starting out with today? I'm starting out tonight with some uh, Kazuban Sons uh, straight rye whiskey. It's 100% uh, malted rye coming in at 90 proof out of St. Petersburg, Florida. And going with the uh, Seven Sons from uh, Ross and Squibb Distillery, formerly MVP. They're distillate and bottled by Luxco in St. Louis, Missouri. It's the first time I've seen this bottle in my area, so I picked it up yesterday and uh, had a few pours of it last night. So pretty good ride for 27, 28 bucks. Very nice. I went scorched earth, complete opposite end of the spectrum. I went with uh, some Stag Junior, batch 14. It's coming in at 130.2 proof, made by Buffalo Trace, part of Mashville 1. Um, it's hot as hell, and I figured I'd just go ahead and fuck my palate up as quickly as possible. That's one way to go about it. That is nice. I barely get, I rarely get into these bottles, so I can't get any more. I know they disclose what's in the different mash bills but i don't think they disclose yeah all they tell you is that mash bill one is low rye so 10 percent or less and in that lineup also includes eagle rare old charter eh taylor uh, george t stag buffalo trace and the benchmark lineup. and it's going quite nicely with this cigar of the week which we'll get to in a little bit go ahead and finish this off and then we'll get into the whiskey of the week all right so let's move on to the whiskey of the week shall we yes sir all right so this week's whiskey of the week buzzards roost cigar rye that is uh, distilled in indiana so mgp it's the 95.5 rye mash bill and Jerry correct me if I'm wrong um, I believe that these were that this is aged in barrels that once had cigar tobacco in is that is that what how does that go so this is straight from their press release back in what was it last year or two years ago when they released it cigar rye is created from a four-year-old whiskey and is aged in our proprietary american oak barrels prior to aging our barrels are cold smoked with aged kentucky tobacco leaves this unique barreling is known for its sweet smoky aromas of a fine cigar with notes of of florals and rye bread following by a light hint of smoked cinnamon and brown sugar so they cold smoked some uh tobacco leaves inside the barrel before kind of like a like a toasting of a barrel okay so yeah that's one thing i like about buzzards roost is all their barrels um they start out with the char one barrel and then they're real big on finding and blending making different unique uh toasting profiles um which i always think makes them kind of their bottles stand out because uh, it takes the attention on that toasting uh step before they pre-age whiskey yeah they got some some cool stuff coming out of uh their their self 
Yeah, I was actually on the internet last night um, just checking out their website because I haven't looked into it in a while. And um, they're actually opening up their new um, new uh, place on in downtown Louisville on Main Street on, I think, the yeah. August 17th. They're having a competition until August 7th uh, for naming their new 75-gallon Bendome Copper Pot Still. So I threw a couple names out there last night so I can uh, win the prize back <laughs> being the one who names it still. But uh, it looks really nice. There's pictures online as they're bringing that space, bringing it to come together. It's got the nice bar in there. We'll be doing tours, uh, running some of their own distillate. Uh, it looks really nice. Very, very like upscale. Um, reminded me kind of, of like uh, Bardstown Forever Company, you know, like very new age upscale look to it. Okay. I've, I've seen advertisements about it being opened up and things like that, but I've not actually looked at the, you know, look real in depth into it. I'll have to do that later on today. All right, let's, uh, let's dive in, shall we? Let's have some of this. For me, I get on the nose. Um, there's a, like a, a, a citrusy, but it's more like a lemon citrus or, and a little bit like a pine note. But the main nosing note that I get from this is weirdly, and I remember when I had it before, I same thing popped out. Is uh, like a fruit punch. It's like a real fruity, like a wine punch almost. I get I get a rye bread on the nose just. Or maybe, and, and oddly, a little bit of banana bread at the same time, which makes absolutely no sense to me. Yeah, I get like a, a candied citrus or candied orange. Um, and every time I've, I've had this one, I've, I've always gotten a little black licorice note in there or a nice note in there. Um, the rye and the, the floralness of the rye definitely comes out. Bottoms up. There's that bread that you were getting, Adam. Yep. It's like, a, it's like a vanilla bread, almost like a cake. You know, like a vanilla cake almost. It's got sweetness to it, but it's very ready. But I get a lot of the, the floral rye that I'm looking for, too. And... Some of that smoke that yeah. I'm looking for as well. Yeah, on the second sip, I get that breadiness is there again, but kind of goes into like a floral, fruity mid palate, and then finishes that it, that smoke is undeniable. Um, and it's not even like a char; it's like a smoke, which is kind of yeah. cool. Yeah, definitely drinks older too to me. I mean, I, I if I had this, it'd be. I would probably guess the age would be a lot more than four years too. It kind of drinks fuller, more body than like a, a four-year whiskey. Yeah, it, ten year has a good mouthfeel for it. Definitely, definitely coats the mouth. Mm -hmm. Sits around a little bit uh, after you swallow it. At least for me, it basically comes back up, and your mouth starts salivating a little bit. So. Nice spice characteristic to it, which you expect from a rye. 
some yeah, citrus some of that citrus comes out a little bit towards the end it does go very nicely with the cigar as well so that makes perfect sense I've got some other cigar batch and cigar finish and whatever but this um, they don't they don't do this with the Amberana like a lot of them are doing now they do this obviously in a completely different way and I think for the label cigar rye or cigar bourbon or whatever that this works best I think that this is um, probably the best way to do it yeah I think um, most of the cigar blends out there you know they they try to blend for a cigar pairing blend a whiskey to pair with a cigar this one actually has you know tobacco smoke you know as a part of the actual barreling process so it's different in that way and it definitely comes through you would think reading something like that it would just be a gimmick but it definitely comes through it works um and yeah it goes right there hand in hand with the cigar yeah i recall when this showed up here uh, Jerry had been talking about Buzzard's Roost and I grabbed this up and snapped a picture and sent it to him and uh, Jerry did I, I you yeah you sent me it. a sample yeah I sent you no, a sample, you sent me a sample first yeah I sent you a sample but I couldn't remember if I sent you the bottle or if you ordered it but I think you ordered the bottle didn't you yeah I ordered the bottle after you sent me a sample I tried it and I I think the next week I found it and ordered it online. Yeah, it's it's a damn good whiskey. Yeah, for yeah. what is it? 55, 75 bucks was that be on? I think it's like 70, online? 75, yeah. Huh? Yeah, I mean, that's perfect. I mean, a perfect price point for a fantastic whiskey. Yeah, I, I'm thinking that I paid 80 for the bottles that I have. I bought two. Uh, yeah, I want to say after I ordered more stuff with it to help with shipping, but taking that out with the shipping, the bottle itself, I think it was like $15 shipping on top of that. So I think it was close to 90 but I ordered two or three bottles with it. So it kind of helped out on that shipping price. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was, I mean, it's, it's, uh, appropriately priced i feel like i'm not i'm not mad at the price that i paid i paid less for some of the bottles that i have here in my collection i paid more for some of the others as long as this stays in that range i, I feel like that's that's its home that's where it should live anything above that um is you know you, you might be pushing it and below that it, you're you're not getting enough for it you know, you're uh, the the well. Let me rephrase that. The company wouldn't be getting enough return on the bottle for anything less than that seventy to eighty dollar range. I feel like. Yeah, and just to highlight Buzzard's Roost. I mean, everything that they've put out so far. I think they started in twenty nineteen. I've had many of their different offerings, and I haven't found a bottle I didn't like. Um, just what they're doing with working with international stave company and like I said before focusing on the toasting of the staves more than the char you know keeping a low char and focusing on different unique methods to 
secondary age their whiskey, it really comes through. Um, the effort is well worth it in the end. Um, everything they've put out so far has been fantastic. I really, really interested to see where they move on, say some of their own distillate once they get going in uh, downtown Louisville. And uh, thank them for doing what they're doing because every time I see one of these bottles on the shelf, it's hard for me not to grab it. Yeah. Uh, so the brand was started by Judy Hollis Jones and Jason Bronner and uh, hats off to them. They're doing an excellent job. This is really good shit and it pairs really well with this cigar, which is the cigar of the week. Uh, I'm currently smoking a Oliva Connecticut Reserve and I believe that Jerry has one as well and Paul. Did you also get the Connecticut Reserve? Did you? So mine is not the same as your all's. Um, Jerry has a Toro. Paul, do you have a Toro or yeah, a Toro. Toro? You got a Toro. Toro. So this is I don't I, I don't even know what this one would be called. It's very it was quite a bit smaller, and I can't find any information on it as far as its particular size. But we can talk about what makes up the, excuse me, the Oliva Connecticut Reserve. Uh, wrapper type is Ecuador and Connecticut. So two different types of leaf. The binder is from Nicaragua and the filler is also from Nicaragua. Is also from Nicaragua. It seems like we uh, seem, to seem to gravitate towards Nicaraguan fillers, at least on this show. I'm a very big fan of the Nicaraguan uh, yeah. tobacco. Um, it is a mellow to medium strength, which is why it paired so well with this cigar batch rye, or cigar rye, the buzzer fruit cigar rye, with it having a higher proof coming in at 105, and this having a mellow to medium strength on the cigar it worked pretty well and then it's got a natural shade on the tobacco so um i don't have any history yeah i think on. i think Sorry, i picked this one up for nine bucks 8.99 i think it was um so definitely a an affordable cigar yeah i think i paid right around the same as you here in maryland when i grabbed this one and yet it's great it's a mild cigar um get a little bit of like a little bit of sweetness a little like cedar maybe or something on the draw yeah, um, definitely get that cedar yeah it goes real well with with pretty much any kind of whiskey especially this damn good one we're drinking right now yeah it definitely gives the the whiskey a little more of a like a creaminess to it takes out a lot of the the spice and the spice goes to the back end now. So a little history on Oliva here. Oliva cigars dates back to the 1800s when Milano Oliva began growing tobacco in Cuba. His grandson Gilberto became a tobacco broker and eventually settled in Central America. In 1995, Gilberto and his son Gilberto Jr. founded Gilberto Oliva Cigar Company. They started making cigars in Nestor Placencia's factory in Nicaragua. 
the cigars were originally made with fillers from the Dominican Republic and Nicaragua, a Dominican binder, and a wrapper from Ecuador. The name was later shortened to simply Oliva. Oliva cigars are handmade in Nicaragua and are highly rated in cigar magazines. The brand has a portfolio of award-winning blends and consistently runs for Cigar of the Year accolades. And it's easy to see why. It's it's good, it's affordable, I mean, it's got a nice flavor, and it, it pairs quite well with, this, with, the, with the whiskey. Yeah, absolutely. Even being on the milder side, it still packs on a different flavor um, and smokes well, smokes even. Um, yeah, definitely. It could easily be a go-to everyday cigar for the price. And Let's move on to the beard product of the week. This week we're reviewing Viking Revolution beard oil. Paul and myself went with the bay rum and Jerry went with the sandalwood. The ingredients are a perfect blend of 100% pure cold pressed unrefined golden jojoba oil, 100% pure cold pressed unrefined Moroccan argan oil and bay rum essential oil. And um, Jerry, do you want to read the ingredients on yours, please? It's the same thing, but take out that bay rum and put sandalwood oil. Okay. So Fair the enough. same two, jojoba and argan oil, and then sandalwood. Okay. Now, with this, I can say some good things, and I can say some things that I particularly didn't care for. That doesn't mean that it should steer people clear of buying this product. It, it spreads evenly. Um, it comes off my hands easily. One thing that I noticed about it was that it didn't quite make my beard as soft as some of the other beard oils that I've used. And the scent, it was, um, it was just straight cinnamon for me. And um, while I don't dislike the scent of cinnamon, um, that's not necessarily something that I would gravitate towards when choosing a beard oil. Um, I will be buying some of their other products to sample those and see if maybe this is a one-off type situation. But this particular beard oil will probably go in the back of my collection and be used should I ever run out of, of anything else. Yeah, I had a similar experience. I've been using it for about a week now. Um, the scent to me was almost non-existent. I don't know if that's just me, um, but I'd like to have a little bit more of a scent. I, I don't like when beer products go overly heavy on the, the scent, but this one to me was like I was using an unscented oil, um, which is fine. And it did go on well. Um, it didn't seem to absorb as well into my beard as others. Um, even hours later, I could kind of, when I rubbed my fingers through, I, my hands were a little bit more oily than with other products that I've tried. Um, and I think the, the, the addition of only two products, essentially, if you take out the scent, they only have two oils in there, whereas other beard oils have many other natural oils um, that I guess I'm used to, because this is the first one that I've seen that only has two. I don't think it worked as well as I'm used to, but um, 
that's just me and it could just be this oil um that didn't work for me um but i do like the company the website's great it's easy to navigate it's very modern they don't put any crazy chemicals or you know anything like that it's all natural products um they packaging was great too i like they got some double walled cardboard on their box it's, it's, that packaging was great yeah um on their website, which is vikingrevolution.com. Um, they're having a sale right now. It seems a lot of their stuff is 30% off. So I actually have a couple of things in the cart that I am gonna try for them. Um, probably won't be getting another oil from them, um, but they offer a number of products for hair care, face and body shaving products. They also offer solid colognes and deodorants. They even offer uh, ball wash and ball deodorant um that are products that are specifically made for well your balls um so i think i'm definitely going to try out one of the <laughs> yeah yeah so that was i, I think i'm definitely going to try out one of the deodorants i was reading that and it looks pretty good um and like i said now's the time it seems like they're having a site-wide sale so check them out um see what you think um i'd like to try some of the other scents and the oils that they have and see if they can change my mind um their scents are bay rum cedar and pine clary sage which i'm not exactly sure what that is sandalwood and unscented so they got five scents at least across the oil lineup um with the balms and the butters there may be different scents i actually didn't look into that yet but um overall they have a good presence on social media and they seem to move a lot of products so it's one of the better companies my only recommendation would be maybe consider putting in a couple more oils to compound their oil um get different softeners involved and things like that um but overall like i said check them out vikingrevolution.com yeah the website's uh great easy navigation like paul said um when i was looking at it earlier uh they're they got the oils they got a balm uh, beard wash and conditioner and they all come in those five cents um, they also have a mustache wa mustache wax um, I didn't look at those scents um, I don't typically go for the mustache wa mustache wax so I didn't look into it uh, but they have the whole shaving and hair and body stuff I picked this one up off of Amazon for about 10 bucks it's a one ounce bottle with a dropper top uh, like Paul was saying, the packaging was great. It was a sealed, like a, a heat shrink sealed box with an inner removable sleeve that it came in. Um, came with a sticker. Great packaging. My beard didn't, ha like Adam was saying, didn't have that soft feeling to it. It was definitely smooth. You could feel the oil in there, but it didn't have that good, nice, comfortable, soft feeling. And I'm thinking that's because it's only the two oils and it didn't have the multiple oils like a lot of them did um that being said my beard does kind of feel slight wiry or stringy because it doesn't have that soft feeling to it um but this at least for mine the sandalwood scent the scent lasted a couple hours it wasn't overbearing uh but after a uh, probably say about five, six hours. It was more or less non-existent. Um, so if you're looking for one that an all-day scent, you might want to look other way. But overall, not a a bad oil. Definitely not going to be one that I'm 
put on daily, maybe like a a weekend hanging around the house or mowing the yard, kind of hydrate the oil, the beard a little bit. So, yeah. Yeah, as Jerry said, it was nine. I think it's nine eighty eight on Amazon is what I ordered it for before shipping. If you have to pay shipping on Amazon, but they also have an option to get uh, three one ounce bottle in a pack for nineteen eighty eight. So, pretty much buy two get one free for that price. Yeah, mine was ten dollars and nine cents after tax with Amazon Prime. If we were gonna do a ratings system. I would probably give this one, say one out of, you know, one through five, I'd probably give this a three, a three out of five. I'm there with you. Um, I've had others that were worse and I've, I've had others that were better. And that's not to say that their other products aren't, aren't better than this one particular, it might just be this one particular brand or this one particular offering that they have. I would say that the experience is probably gonna be the same across the the whole line simply because Jerry has a different one than we than Paul and I do and the the uh, ingredients are essentially the same except the scent oil was, yeah. was switched out so that being said I'd give this about a three out of five um, the price was was right and like you guys said the packaging was great but packaging doesn't really make up for performance as far as I'm concerned so um, again I'm not mad that I bought it but it'll it'll definitely not be something that I put on every day yeah um, no, like I said this is going to be hanging around the house not going out just throw something on that you don't mind going through uh, like if I'm going to be working in the garage or doing yard work or something um, because the scent doesn't last a little bit longer. I typically like one that'll last all, not be overpowering, but last all day. Um, but this one, five, six hours most. Um, but it's not a bad oil overall. I'll give them credit. They're using all natural products. Um, it looks like across their whole product lineup. Um, that's a, a theme of yeah. theirs, which, you know, is can't be said for the majority of beard care products out there uh, and i think that's what we try to do is highlight um, ones that that do uh, you know go by that um thought process of keeping everything natural no harsh chemicals no crazy ingredients um so i do give them credit for that their website too if you check that out it has um a blog section that had a bunch of informative articles and videos which i did bruise through a few of those and um that was one cool feature it gives tips on how to how to use the products and beard care and things like that so check that out if you're if you're hitting them up all right well guys let's move on to this pours on me <laughs> This week, pour was provided by Paul. Paul, why don't you uh, tell us what we're drinking? Tell us a little bit about the distillate. This is a bottle I've had for a while. Um, dip into it every once and again. Sent you guys a few samples to try it with me. This is a Kentucky Owl, Kentucky Straight Rye Whiskey, aged ten years, batch number three. Um, 
what we're going with right now. It's 114 proof. This is one of the earlier ones when Mr. Deadman was still a part of the Kentucky Owl brand. And it is a pretty good ride, if you ask me. Well, let's, let's jump in, shall we? On the nose, I'm getting all the floral notes that I would expect. But I also get more oak than I would normally get with a rye. Just by virtue of being a 10-year-old rye, that makes perfect sense. Yep. Um, now, I have had this. I did get into this bottle. Uh, pretty much as soon as the bottles came, that was the first thing that I popped open and had a little taste of. And it is damn good, although I don't know if I could justify the price. Uh, that's that's a really pricey bottle of whiskey right there. So, yeah, thank you this, very much. Yeah, this one was gifted to me as in return for helping a buddy out. Um, I believe it was north of three hundred dollars. Um, so yeah, it's probably not one I'm pulling the trigger on on a you know daily basis. But uh, to have it and I just pull pours from it here and there with friends it's a nice bottle to have i'm looking it up online right now and i'm looking the prices i'm seeing are three to three fifty something like that yeah i'm getting a nice um like florally citrus along with like a mint and cherries on the nose definitely a nice nose uh definitely smells a little hot like getting a little bit of that alcohol burning nose but that could also be because it's 100 degrees and i'm sitting outside it could also be because i believe unless unless the proof varies from batch to batch this, this one is 114 yeah yeah this so it's it's upwards of 110 on a regular it does seem that it varies batch four is 112.8 so yeah like like paul said this is coming at 114 so i would imagine that the proof has something to do with the way that it is on the nose there um upon tasting it i get the botanicals that i expect from a rye i get that rye spice i get some oak and i get some anise on the back end and I'm generally not a fan of anise in any kind of way, but Paul did find a way to uh, expand my horizons with an absence that I actually liked uh, very recently. And so I can't say that I hate the anise, that I, it's very, very subtle, very, very subtle. It's not overpowering at all. So this is, this is good. This is very good. Thank you very much, Paul. Yep. Shout out to Neely Family Distillery for that fantastic absinthe. But um, yeah, I pick up the anise at the end there too. Um, it's faint, and I, I do get a lot of the same nosing notes as you, Jerry. And it was it was definitely hot on the nose, but it doesn't drink hot on the palate. But it has a nice spicy finish, so you know you're drinking. You know you're drinking, you know, a higher proof whiskey. Um, but it finishes well and lingers. Um, it's got a long finish. Um, Overall, yeah, I mean, it's it's an older aged rye and it hits everywhere you, you expect it to. You, get, you know, 
tastes like rye, tastes like it's been in barrel for 10 years. Um, but overall, really good. And that's exactly what I'd want. When I drink a higher proof whiskey, I want to be able to tell that it's a higher proof whiskey. Every now and again, I appreciate one that drinks below the proof that you're, you know, that you're, you're, you're being told that it is. But um, I drink high proof whiskey more often than I drink anything below 100 simply because that's how I like it. There's more flavor. And so if, I, if, if I'm drinking a high proof whiskey, I want it to drink like a high proof whiskey. So I do appreciate this very much. This is, this is very good. Very, lots of flavor. Um, the oak, strangely, is not overpowering. I would expect the oak to be a lot more prominent for a 10-year whiskey. I, I, you know, I, it's it's good stuff. I like it. That's a good pour. Definitely a little out of my price range, but oh yeah, very enjoyable. Goes well with the cigar too. I can add um, that yeah. the, heavy wood, the heavy wood notes, you know, barrel notes that we're getting from this rye pairs really well with this mob cigar. Well, my cigar is already out, so I can't really speak to that, but I can say that this is, um, this is definitely up there on the list of rise that I've had. This is really good. All right, gentlemen. Well, I think that concludes yet another episode of Bourbon Beards and Belvedere's. As always, you can find our social links on our website. That's bourbonbeardsandbelvedere's.com. Enjoy your whiskey and your cigars responsibly. Be sure to check out the website for all the products that we've reviewed here. Uh, you can find information on Oliva at olivacigar.com. You can find information on Viking Revolution vikingrevolution.com and you can find information on Buzzards Roost at buzzardsroostwhiskey.com you can also find the Oliva Cigars on jrcigar.com uh, you can find it on Paul what was the other one the one that you got the backpack from what was that uh, cigarsdirect.com from them a few times they're a pretty good site too okay so uh, be sure to check those those folks out great products even if we don't necessarily give them a high rating that doesn't mean that it's not worth checking out yourself you may have a different experience than we did always check it out for yourself decide for yourself uh, we appreciate you listening we hope that you'll continue to help us grow please like and subscribe and pass it around by word of mouth until next week, cheers. Cheers. Cheers, guys.
Bourbon Beards and Belvedere's is produced by Adam Bolden, Paul Rousseau, and Jerry Ferrisier. Editing by Adam Bolden. Music by Ryan Johnson. You can find the links to all our social media accounts on our website at bourbonbeardsandbelvedere's.com. As always, enjoy your bourbon and cigars responsibly. Cheers.